Hey, it's Steve. Thanks for checking out the free version of our podcast. Just a quick reminder, Dog, Brendan, and I do a, at least a one-hour show, usually an hour and a half every single day, and put it up for your enjoyment. If you become a subscriber, that is, go to doll.com and sign up today. It's super easy. You could do it right on your phone, doll.com. Now enjoy this free episode of the Steve Dahl Podcast. Hey, guys. Hey. Hey. How's it happening today? Good. Things are okay over here, Steve. How about yourself? I'm good. I'm happy to hear that. I'm good. You know. It's Monday, right? Monday morning. Yeah. Depending on where you find the listeners are listening to this, but for us here, it's Monday. It's a Monday. Getting it. Kind of seizing the day, getting our stuff together here, trying to make sense of it all. Over to you, Steve. <laughs> Insights. I was hoping you could do that for me. Oh, Brendan. Uh, on you. Happy MLK Day to everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I am uh, slightly brain dead from watching all of those football games mm-hmm. over the weekend. Those, ones, those things started on Saturday, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Huh. Yeah, we you felt like you wanted to watch them all. Well, what else is there to do? I guess would be, you know, kind of, I mean, there's nothing else to do. So it's fucking freezing out there. Uh, well, no, that's, I mean, I don't know. I don't remember the weather on Saturday, but I think it was kind of fun. No, Saturday I got up and, and uh, uh, you know, blew the driveway, oh, which it you, loves. Did you clear the it was, snow off it? It was before birth- then? It was, it was its birthday. Oh, so, uh, once you know. a year, yeah. I did that, and then I watched it because that was enough of a uh, workout, you know, mm-hmm. for the day. So then I did watch those two games, and then after that, then I decided to watch the three games yesterday. And so, that, sure, there's a lot of games. We can talk about that with Tom, definitely. Um, and then there's still one more tonight. Wow! Oh, right for yeah. the wild card round. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I did that. I did gamble on the games. Uh, but not a ton, you know, a little bit um, with the Rivers uh, Casino is it, is Sportsbook app. Going, app. Yeah. yeah, okay. And? And, uh, yeah, I had mixed success. But uh, I would have won la- last night. I would have won because I had the the over and I had the Chiefs money line. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, for some reason it didn't take my bet. I don't – it's it's finicky in that if, if you're if – you're, Betting close to game time and the the odds are changing. You have to approve the odds change, and if you don't see that, then it doesn't take your bet. So no, that's, I was all excited to, to you know go to the app after the game and check my winnings, and it didn't even have a bet slip on it. So, mm. but I mean, it was twenty dollars. You know, I think I would have made. I don't know. I think I would have made forty. So. It's not. Uh, it's not a career-ending, uh, you know, debacle. But it, mm-hmm. it was. It, you know, I, I, I got on the chat. I was going to chat with them about where my, my my bet slip went, and then I thought you're never going to win this. So yeah, it's a casino. It's like in uh, which Lost Albert, in America. Lost in America. When yeah, the desert it has heart. The desert. You give us our heart. money back. <laughs> yeah, right. They're not going to go. You know, you're right. Yeah. Uh, we shouldn't have changed the odds like that, and we should have made it easier for you to to give oh. us your twenty dollars. Or what? I'm not going to do that. Mistakes so. get made. Here you go. Here's yeah. your money. Here's your winnings. Yeah, we're going to survive. Janet mm-hmm. and I will still be able to eat today, so but, you know it's all good. 
sad news this morning that Les, uh, Les Grofstein passed away. Yeah, I saw That's that. Sad. Yeah, yeah, he's a good dude. Um, I saw. I didn't see this till it was too late. Uh, but uh, Mitch Rosen wanted me to call into the score to talk about it. I'm kind of. I'm sort of glad that I didn't see it till it was too late because I don't really like doing that. Hmm. You know, being the like the person who calls in and talks about the dead people. Oh uh, yeah. And more and more as people I know are passing away, that becomes a thing that you know. I, I mean, I, the, I think the last time I did it was for that farmer. Hmm. But uh, um, you know, I, I don't know. I just Steve, I, I promise one of the two of us will take the call when your time comes. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't know. I it was too late anyway because it was he wanted it at eight twenty and I woke up at nine thirty. So mm. yeah, I'm I'm living the life of leisure. Yeah. Hmm. And uh, no schedules. Yeah. Basically. Uh, well, yeah, just this. I mean, just whatever schedule we set. You know, and we can do this whenever we want. So we we set a time and then we do it. So mm-hmm. Monday is the most scheduled day because of Tom, because mm-hmm. he he you know he, he once you give Tom a time, dog with a bone, that's it. Mm-hmm. Which is cool, which I get. Uh, oh. Anyway, Les was a good dude, and maybe we could talk about him a little bit with Tom. Um, yeah, I, I remember uh, Les. Uh uh, he guided me around the Super Bowl, uh, Super Bowl week, and uh, in the Cubs uh, press box, very kind. Oh yeah, he, he, he took the time to really show me the ropes and make me feel like I belonged. So, I should give you Mitch guy. Rosen's number. You can call David Haw and talk to him about it. <laughs> I don't really. I, I didn't know him that well. Just uh, had a few brief experiences with him. He was a very he's a good dude. genuinely nice man. Yeah, he was, and he. Uh, you know what? He, he took a lick and it kept on ticking. Yeah. And he always had hot, super hot. I mean, he's kind of he's a nerd, right? He's like a sports nerd. So yeah. He always had super hot wives and girlfriends. Hmm. Always, like remarkably. There you go. I mean, like uh, uh, John Sallet, one of our subscribers, sent me a, a reader article, and I was reading it this morning. It's, it's from I don't know when it's from, but it's not not recent. But it's a because it's the reader. It's super long and it has a, a ton of info in it. Mm-hmm. You know, because that's how they did things. I don't know if they still do things that way, but um, but it uh, there, there was a, a funny part about uh, how we were in Hawaii and his one of his ex wives was there, one of Les's ex wives, and she came up and introduced herself as. One of Les's ex-wives, which is a big mistake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, especially when, you know, Les is, you're on WLS and Les is on your show, and he's back in, I think he was in Chicago. Um, and, uh, and of course, you know, drunk stupid me, uh, one, my, one of my questions was, um, you know, who's better in bed? Who better in bed? Your new husband or Les? Because you know, I was, I was my my concept being based on how does he, how does he pull all these hot? I mean, this guy is pulling some tail. I believe that's what I said. <laughs> Which I know is it woke, uh, but that's that's you know something to to that effect. Mm-hmm. And uh, she would not. She refused to comment. Hmm. Which set off a huge fight at the pool with her new husband. 
I would think so, yeah. 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 Yeah, big one. Big one. So that yeah. was it turned out to be a great bit. Uh, you know, uh, for time wasting purposes and just for flat out drama. Yeah. Mm. You know. Yeah, sounds like it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And he was I think he was cool about it. I'm trying to scan through this article quickly. Of course, he was the guy that recorded the Lee Elia rant. That was Les who brought that tape. Yeah, that's oh, yeah. uh, Bruce Levine asking the question. Mm-hmm. I believe, or was that? Or maybe I'm thinking of the. Uh, that's a, that's a horseshit question, pal. Ed Lynch. The Ed Lynch tape. Yeah, maybe that's the one, that's Bruce Levine. But Les had the Lee Elia. The tape. Legendary. I don't. I don't remember who started the. You know who started the questioning, but. Uh, in my mind, it's it's uh, it's, it's Bruce Levine, but whatever. Less less is the guy that was rolling tape and brought it in. Okay, brought it into the station, and what a sports history! What a what yeah what a what a thing that was, man. I was working at Sports Vision that day when Rich King came in with that tape. That the day that happened, yeah, gathered us around the desk and blew our minds with that. Yeah, unreal. Yeah, and we I mean he you know he, he brought it right to us. He, no man. No messing around. Um, look, I'm just trying to. This is a really long article, and uh, there's a, there used to be. I used to remember a way that I could hit like Command and F, and it would like find things in articles. Do you remember? Do you know how to do that? Does anybody know how to do that on a Mac? No. Yeah. Uh, Command F is the uh, is the key, but it's going to search your entire uh, computer. Oh, there used to be a way. To, maybe that's just in documents. Maybe it's not on websites. You can do it on documents, you know. Yeah, uh, but this is a this is a website, so yeah. I, I can't. Uh, anyway, that's the gist of it. And he, but he was a good sport about all that kind of stuff. Well, and of course he ended up looking good because she would she refused to comment. Yeah, you know, so. something telling in that I would think. Yeah. Well, there yeah. you go. You know, mm-hmm. uh, in between the sheets. Yeah. In the in the in the press box and in between the sheets, the grobber getting it done. Seems like um I saw that mentioned in Feeder's uh column today of um calling him the grobber. Just something about that sounds like it came from you guys. Yeah, it did for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Grobstein says he took most of the ribbing in stride. If you take it personal, you get an ulcer, he says. They did all sorts of hygiene jokes. They said I was always chowing down on free press food. That's true. Mm-hmm. Most of that crap wasn't true. They just did it for laughs. Steve Dahl went further than the others. My pleasure. But I understood what he was doing. The weirdest thing happened in January of 83. Steve and Gary were doing a remote from Hawaii. By this time, I had been divorced from my first wife and was married to my second. Anyway, I'm up in Green Bay at the Brown County Arena doing the play-by-play of a UIC basketball game when I get this call from a guy at the station who says, you're not going to believe this, but your ex-wife happened to be staying at the same resort in Hawaii as Dahl, and he put her on the air. It turns out Dahl was saying things like, why didn't the marriage work work, work out? Mm-hmm. These are quite Oprah questions, man. I mean, she's internationally famous for asking stuff like that. Yeah. Why didn't the marriage work out? And he must have been pathetic in bed. And Gary would go, he can't be that bad. He fathered a child. And Steve says, anyone can make a mistake. Mm-hmm. Then, then he asks her, I, I believe he does have a son. Uh, but I, I haven't read about his, any family in any of the obituaries that I've seen about him, which is sad, right? And they, they just found alone in his apartment in Des Plaines. Hmm. 
right? Found a loan. Yeah, I know. He used to live in Mount Prospect. He could have been Matt Dahl who found him, mm. right? Or been called, you know, they call the paramedic when they find somebody. So, But no. Uh, uh, so... Uh, 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 he can't. He can't be. He can't be that bad. He fathered a child, and, and then I say, "Well, anyone can make a mistake." Then he asks her, "So who's better in bed, Les or your current husband?" Well, if she had any brains, she'd say her current husband. But she said, "I have no comment on that." Her husband got really pissed. I monitored. I motored home and took the car to the studio and heard the tape. And holy cripes, I hit the ceiling. Oh, <laughs> Steve calls and says, "Are you mad at us?" Aw, aren't I cute? Sure are. <laughs> I said, I was at the time, but I'm not mad at you guys for putting her on. If you didn't do it, you wouldn't be doing your job, because that's what you do. My ex-wife was wrong for doing it, but yeah, there were days that bothered me off the air. Doll all the time said, thanks for putting up with my crap. Standard. You guys get that, too, I think. Mm. It's standard. It's a standard apology. <laughs> right. yeah. Daily form, apology. Form letter. Bag bag full of it. Yeah. 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 Guys, thanks again for putting up with my crap. Yeah. yeah. Talk to you tomorrow. So, anyway, he was a, he was a good dude, and uh, he, was, uh, he was funny, and he uh, had a good sense of humor, and he took a, he, he took a look, and he kept on ticking. So. Yeah. And he died at 69, which... I don't want to die at 69, don't get me wrong, but, you know, die, it, th- there are worse ways to go. Yeah. Good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. mm-hmm. So, of course, he was he was alone, so he didn't really die at 69. But, although, maybe she left. I don't know. Um, but that's, like the joke's not working today. All right, good. <laughs> 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 We'll take the apology as implied. Uh, yeah. 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 Encyclopedia of sports information, probably as as big as anyone oh, yeah. I've ever heard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, I mean, he remembered everything. Yeah. Everything. Knew, knew everything, knew all, all stats, and like off the top of his head. Yeah. So he must have had some kind of a photographic memory. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. You know, a photographic and... Uh, and pornographic, possibly, you know, the the lady pleaser, less the lady pleaser. <laughs> so Janice says, I'm making this about me. Only you would make Les's death about you. But I'm not. I wasn't trying to make it about me. I was just trying to tell an anecdote that I didn't remember, but I read in the reader article. Did it seem like I was it, making it about me? That was in today's reader? No, no. It was like oh. uh, October 1997. Oh, okay. So you, you. But John Sallett sent it to me today, mm. and I had never read it before, so I was reading it, and it's really a good, uh, it's a good, st- a good article about Les and how he got started and his career. I mean, it's 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 worth reading for sure. But I didn't mean to make it about me. That's just I'm just trying to tell the story. I only know things about Les that relate to me. I don't mm-hmm. I, I don't know anything else. Gotcha. So. So are you all agreeing with Janet? Is that what I'm, I'm getting? <laughs> I don't, uh, it's okay. I, I want to know because I didn't mean to make it about me. I mean, I, I feel bad. He's, he's a nice guy. I feel bad. But. Yeah, you're talking about, like you say, you're talking stories that related to your interactions with him and his stuff you did on your show. So, I mean, Yeah, it, I don't really have any other frame of I'll reference. allow it. I'll allow it. Okay. Janet's just mad because I just started doing Wordy 
yesterday, and I'm already nailing it like every day. You guys do Wait, that one? Is it Wordle? Yeah, Wordle. Yeah, Wordle. <laughs> yeah. Is that the one where you have to like uh-huh. create the four-letter word as the clock ticks down? Well, it's a five-letter word, and you get five chances to figure it out. Oh, no, I don't do that. I, oh, it's I great. I've just seen everybody's squares, yeah. green and yellow, black yeah. squares. Today it took me five. Yesterday it only took me three. And that's it, called what? Wordy? Word dull. Word dull. And it's not an app or anything. It's just like a guy has it at a website. I think oh. he did it for his girlfriend or something. Hmm. And, uh, yeah. And she's just mad because I'm good at it. Wow. She said it took her five, too. But, yeah, but she's, you know, she's smart. <laughs> I, I have not, uh, no, I haven't been over there, but it's... Uh that's yeah, pretty. It's pretty cool because it's only you. Know, it's just one puzzle. You, you can't do any more. Mm-hmm. Oh right! Wow. So you're so done for the day. You don't know, five not, letter words. Yeah, it's like you, you, you're done for the day. It's not like there's another jumble or there's another su- another su- level su- up that you go to su- or whatever. Su- how do you say that? Sudoku. Sudoku. What? Sudoku. Yeah. There's not. There's not another thing. One. He only has one a day, and once you do it, you're done. Oh man. So it's kind of. It's kind of cool. I'm not a big puzzle guy because I don't. Um, you like little puzzles. I, I I don't know. I think yeah. I mean, for some reason, I it, it seems to me that if I'm going to use my brain that hard, I should get paid for it. <laughs> but then again, I play Tetris for free. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, in hopes, of course, of becoming a great uh, streaming uh, you know online Tetris player. Yeah, kids can watch you play. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> can react. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Wordle's pretty fun. And I didn't mean to make it about him, so I just mean, meant to, you know, make it interesting. So, No, it's uh, it's natural to tell stories I, about... I mean, to make it about... I didn't mean to make it about me. Well, it's, you guys did about him. You guys didn't, like, hang out, right? You didn't socialize. No, he's a dork. <laughs> no. Lady we, pleaser. We, we, I mean, we, you know, we, we hung out at work. We was, right, yeah. He was there for mm-hmm. four and a half hours a day, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um... And you know, always, always a good dude, always uh, dependable, and uh, you know, he brought us the Lee Elia tape. Man, I mean, come on now, that that gets him into the club. That gets him into the Hall of Fame. Yeah, wow. Mm-hmm. If there really is still a Radio Hall of Fame, which I'm not even sure there is. Uh, now uh, I'll make it about me. Only I could end up in a Hall of Fame that doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, yeah, it's it's. Sort of I think like it's literally a, a Morse whole... code Hall of Fame or mm-hmm. something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> this guy could dash a dot like no oh other. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. I, th- I think it's like that space is empty now, right? I don't know. I, I'm not On certain. State Street there? I don't even think it's a thing anymore. I don't, I don't uh, know. There's something there. I mean, I, I, I yeah, walked I think... by it, but I can't really recall what's there right I now. I have an acrylic statue. Or not a statue, but a you know, a, what, I don't know what you call it, trophy. I don't know what's a trophy. It's a, I don't know what what uh, an award. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, Doug. Appreciate it. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, rest in peace, Les Grobstein. That's uh, sixty nine. Is fun, but it's too young to die at. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. 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 It's a shame. Yeah. Yeah, I I know he was doing overnights at the score, and I think he really liked that schedule because 
it uh, it freed him up in the daytime to attend all the games. Mm-hmm. Sure. And then... Um, I think he liked the nature of the overnight sports talk show call-in mm-hmm. caller. Yeah. 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 I mean, Plus, that's, just, where, that's where you, I mean, you're, you know, you're going to be able to line up some poontang on the on the phone lines overnight. Uh-huh. Oh, for sure. Okay. I mean, and, and then, you know, 6 a.m., you know, I'll be stopping by with some bagels. Right, breakfast time. The grobber's coming by with locks and lock, bagels and locks and cream cheese. Get ready to spread it. Pretty picture you're painting here. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, he liked that schedule. And, and look, sure. I mean, look, look what Brendan said. I mean, how, you know, he was great to him at, uh, yeah. at the Cubs. Yeah, went out of his way. Yeah. That's and, great. And, and where else was that? The Super Bowl in Miami, oh, Super right. well, Bowl week. He yeah. guided me around all the press events. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, he was really great to me. So, nice guy. Yeah, good dude. Excellent dude. And, uh, you yeah. know, gone too soon. But uh, that's, uh, that's what happened. Yeah. All right, let's, uh, let's do this. A lot of nudity, some light lesbian touching. Tell me about it. Ten pounds of beef. Yeah, baby. Stop. Speaking about the Beatles is a long-standing baby boomer mating ritual. Are you sure you spelled epitome correctly? Brendan dinner experiment. Oh, that one's about me. I just saved you $50. Oh, by the way, that's the bad news. This is going to be three hours. You should have been there when I was getting dressed. We had our ups and downs. Now the days get longer. I'm very discombobulated here this morning. Some sort of weird energy. I make fun because it's impressive. It looks doable. He's got a huge imagination. I was just trying to be helpful, and then I lost interest. Might be time to rethink that. So far, so good. All right. Great show. I love this show. We should probably start the show pretty soon. The Dollcast brought to you by you, because you are a subscriber. We appreciate that. Thank you Yes, so we much. do. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. And David Hockberg and Team Hockberg, 855-56-DAVID. 56david.com. Foot First Podiatry, 847-352-9221. Footfirst.com. Chicago, Oakbrook, Schaumburg. Fixing feet beautifully. Just received an invitation from uh, Dr. Keith Sklar to uh, play some golf this week with him in Florida, but sadly I won't be there till next week. Ah. And I think he'll be there the week after that again. I think he goes every other week now. So, Okay. So you'll make it work. I said put me down for a week after next. Mm-hmm. At your oh, fancy perfect. golf club. Fun. Ready, ready to go. Yeah. Looking forward to that. He's fun to play golf with. Yes, yeah. he is. Yeah, because he, he's good, and he he gives he gives you good tips, but he doesn't give you unwanted tips, mm-hmm. unnecessary tips. He doesn't make he doesn't get inside your head, and uh, but he's also just he doesn't really give a fuck. <laughs> you know, that's the thing. I what I appreciated about playing with him was that the uh, yeah he had a, sen- a lightness, a sense of humor that he cared. You know, he was yeah. just very happy just to be out there golfing. That time that uh, we played at uh, at my, my place, uh, my man Shoddy, and myself, and uh, and Keith and Eric, uh, Shoddy still still talks about uh, Keith in his um, like safari hat running 
He ran the golf course. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like you know, yeah, like a uh, like a scout or something. You know, mm-hmm. it had a. It, I mean, he, he ran the whole thing. Yes, He's totally fine with it. Mm-hmm. On, on purpose. I mean, it wasn't like we didn't get him a cart or anything. He he, you know, he could have ridden with Eric. Yeah, but Eric gets handsy, you know. So, <laughs> Walker Law Firm. Uh, John Heggie, J-H-E-G-G-I-E, at Walkner Law Firm, W-O-C-H-N-E-R Law Firm.com, 847-272-7360, estate planning. Get it done. Roast to order, roast number two, order dot shop. Promo code Steve saves you 10% on freshly roasted coffee. Fabrini's Flowers, F-A-B-Flowers.com, 888-885-2000. Promo code Steve saves you 10%. You've got to have, you've got to have a local florist that you trust. Mm-hmm. And that's Jim Fabrini. Valentine's is coming up. Yep. I believe it's on the 14th this year. And Goose Island Beer, the official beer of the Dollcast. Calling good old number 57, Chicago Football Bears. Yeah, I'm big Steve. <laughs> Hi, Tom. How are, how are you? How are you doing? Good. How are you? Good, Tom. How are you doing? Doing all right, Tom. Good. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah. Good to hear you. Good. good to hear you guys as well. Yeah. Right back at you, my man. I I don't know about you. Did you watch all of those football games? I did. Me too. I did. Me too. It's a lot. It's a lot. It was kind of fun though to watch them all, right? Yeah, it, it was. It was. I I think like kind of for tonight's game. I almost wish it was a. It should have. You know, I had three on Saturday and three on Sunday. Yeah. To, you know, why make a team go through the whole pop and circumstance of Monday night football when, you know, I know there's not a long distance travel in between the two, but it still is and it still changes a lot about your preparation and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, right. Monday nights are just different, right? Yeah. 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 But at least it's something to do tonight. For, I, exactly. Listen, I'm not. I'm not bitching about it. I'm just saying, if if I was playing, because I was not a fan of Monday Night Football, because it was just uh, kind of a, of a distraction of time travel, space preparation, recovery, and all that. Where I would think in the playoffs here, you'd want to make the time um, the same for everybody. So that's what I'm saying. If you had three on Saturday, three on Sunday. And then you get ready for next weekend. It kind of makes the time frames a little more fair. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And speaking of Monday Night Football, um, as I'm sure you know, uh, the, the Gropper passed away. Did you, you saw that? Right? Yes, I did. I yeah. did hear. I heard that early this morning. I was sorry to hear that because of uh, my comings and goings with doing a little bit of a radio at the score and stuff. I still have a chance to cross paths and talk to him and stuff, and so. Uh, yeah, I, I feel bad. Les, Les was a, a unique personality, you know, and uh, was kind of cool to get to know him over my sports lifetime. Yes, absolutely. And, of course, uh, he uh, took part in one of the mo- more memorable events of uh, of 1985, <laughs> of the 1985 season. Uh, we were, Gary and I were down in, in Miami at the Fontainebleau Hotel, and Les went over to... Uh, Joe Robbie, I guess it was at the time, right? 
or was it the Orange Bowl? No, it was the it was the Orange Bowl. Went over. Les went over to the Orange Bowl uh, to because he's going to cover the game, and they got out on the field with the uh, with the cell phone, the giant cell phone that looks like a brick. You know, in 1985, those giant ones, <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh, went up to uh, to a couple of the. Well, he went up to Tom mostly, and uh, put Tom on with us, and uh, that ultimately ended uh, with the. It, it was awesome for the show because I mean we're talking to a player on the field before the game with the Dolphins, um, but uh, Tom ended up getting the stink eye from uh, Coach Ditka. <laughs> sure, mm-hmm. and then in Coach Ditka's one of his books, he mentions that as possibly the reason that one of the contributing factors to the the loss, the one loss that season. So, not less. Yeah, fault. you know just. You know, to paint a different, paint a more of a picture. As so, I was coming out of the locker room, but I was in full full pads, full equipment, and so I saw Les walking on the sideline, talking on the phone, and he either says, "Hey, I'm talking to Stephen Gary," or, or "Do you want to talk?" You know, something like that. And so I was just there was no thinking about it. There was no hesitation. <laughs> there wasn't any looking over my shoulder. I just grabbed the phone and. Mm-hmm. Away we went, <laughs> so uh, yeah, that Ditka was somewhere behind me, and um, <laughs> yeah, you didn't have to say much. Yeah. yeah, but I don't, I don't, I don't think you played poorly that night, and I don't, I don't believe that was really the reason that you guys didn't win. But I'll, you know, I'll take one for the team. I'm fine with that. Not at all. It was. It wasn't. However. It was just the you know how large we were yeah. because of just the example of me talking on the cell phone, you know, before kickoff, and then the other people that are now starting to gain attention of our team. We get on the plane after the fly home, and they film the Super Bowl shuffle. So it was like you know mm-hmm. it was just like right in the right in the impact zone. Yeah. And what? But and haven't we? We have spoken about it somewhat recently. Wasn't there something that Don Shula did that was really the reason that the he he had devised some sort of a scheme that was able to neutralize? Was it the defense? Well, well, it would no. It was more. It was more of how they were going to isolate the Bears' coverage and where they felt that their best advantage was. And how they would separate the 46 defense and, and have Marino able to make the types of throws that were required in the time frame, which you had to make them. And, you know, they were just a, a really well thought out plan of attack from Shula and then having the Marino to do it. It's right. not like you're back there with uh, Mike Glennon <laughs> trying to be, you know, trying to formulate a plan of attack. It's more like, Okay, I got the most arm talented guy in the league right now. I got two really good receivers off the line of scrimmage, and I have a good back out of the backfield, and so I'm isolating. And um, that's what they did. Then they got some balls to bounce their way. You know, the tip ball by Dan Hampton at the line of scrimmage that resulted, I think, either in a touchdown catch or just a long, a long distance reception. Yeah, yeah. All due respect, Mike, by the way, Mike Lennon. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that was uh, that was less, man. You said he'd, he'd go do that. You know, you ask him to do it, he'd do it. Yep. He was he was all right. He was all right. He's you know, the, you know that the the thing I like about less, and which a lot of people could learn a lesson from, 
is, you know, we always kind of tease about him, you know, kind of being a shirt on talk, baggy pants type of guy, like almost like an Oscar Madison from the the odd couple is that he was a, he was a super self-confident person and whatever he presented you and what he was doing and his knowledge of what was going on he was he was a guy that had had a lot of self-confidence and and kind of a unique template and that's what I liked about Les yeah and there are a lot of sports guys who seem like they're just frustrated athletes who never you know they're, they're they're overcompensating for something. He never seemed like that. He just seemed like he just no. genuinely loved sports, and that was it. Right. Yeah. 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 So, and yeah. and that's uh, that's rare these days, and I guess uh, it always has been. So, so yeah. I mean, well, everybody everybody cares about all oh, their appearance and how they look on all these different tentacles of you know Instagram and TikTok and just sending out your own crap. And all that, you know that you know less was more about the information, not the, not the look of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And for the love of, really, for the love of the game, not not for any yep. other reason. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. so I have a couple a couple of questions from the football games this weekend, if you don't mind. Yeah. Uh, first off, the, uh, the officiating the the whistle in the Bengals game that happened when uh, Joe Burrow was uh, is it Burrow or Burrows? I can't. I can't. Burrow. Burrow. Burrow, right, yeah, yeah. S- singular. Yeah. When he, when he like, uh, he was going out of bounds, but he jumped up and he threw the touchdown, but the whistle blew while the ball was in the air. I know it's not... Re- right. They're supposed, they're supposed to do the down over. Do you, do you think that they should have done the down over? Does it matter? Uh, do, do you care? <laughs> These are three options. No, I do, because obviously that, um, that crew is getting so heavily criticized after the game that they're not going to be asked to do any more playoff games and, yeah. you know, having that type of call being made. You know, I do think um, anticipation by the officials. Um, it's almost like the flag they threw on James Daniels for the illegal block, chop block when he went out there and he didn't hit anybody. Right. And he, you know, and he helped the him official up. is saying, yeah, and the official is saying, oh, According to the rules of baloney, it, it, it was a non-contact. It was as if I was running out there and I stumbled on my own feet and fell down. Right. You're going to call. You're going to call me for cut blocking when I trip myself. Yeah. You know. So I, I just think that you know sometimes the officials trying to anticipate the game too quickly, and you know with the whistle in their mouth, they're trying to slow that sideline process down from a guy getting hit or. You know where you know where they thought they did step out of bounds and all that. Um, you know, I, I don't know. You know because you can't change the rules of the game just because it happened. You know now you got to formulate a plan of making it replayable from this point on. Right. And um, you know. Yeah, it seems like uh, it, it seems like if they just made that something that's reviewable now, that would solve that problem. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and it's just audio reviewable. That's all you need. It's just the the audio of it is what is was the the whole controversial part of it, right? And that the parabolic mics they carry up those sounds as clearly as the actual footage of it does. Yeah, yeah, no, they 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 ran that back on the in the TV, uh, on the TV coverage, and it was it was clear. 
It, it was yeah. bef- it was before he caught the ball. Okay, so the other one is uh, at the end of the Cowboys game. Uh, first, uh, well, first off, Dad, I don't know why Prescott like ran the ball down the center of the field with no timeouts. That was stupid. So that's stupid. I think that's 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 stupid. Number one, right? <laughs> stupid number two is like there. There's like three steps of stupid here. All right, let me see. <laughs> let me see if I can identify them. Uh, stupid number two is the the the, uh, the ref has to touch the ball, and the center moved the ball, so the ref has to put it back where it's supposed to be before they can start the next play. Would those be the three things? Yes. First of all, as soon as the conclusion of the play, the referee has to touch the football to place it and to get it exactly where it's going to be located. You can't count on Dallas's center grabbing the ball and putting it where he thinks it should be. <laughs> right. So when as soon as that happened, that's when the the time started ticking down um, where you're not going to have a chance to kill it and have any more time. So right then when they got the six seconds, he, Prescott should be yelling, whatever their code word is for everybody go deep. There's a lot of, you know, they have a 911 call. They have a Hail Mary call. They have an emergency call. Uh, they have, you know, just uh, a, a, whatever your team is, everybody's got a call that's associated to everybody go deep at the snap of the ball. That's the first thing Dak should have been yelling. Mm-hmm. He shouldn't have been allowing the time to tick on and then having no plan other than kill the football after you are dumb enough to run a quarterback draw into prevent defense. Yeah, yeah, and then uh, and and then I saw I saw some comments by uh, Dak. Uh, like he he thought they were throwing stuff at at the Cowboys because p- people at the stadium were throwing stuff uh, when they were leaving the field. But they were throwing oh, right, it, they right. were throwing it at the ref. And then he goes, "Oh, okay, good." <laughs> like, dude, that doesn't yeah. seem smart to say that. <laughs> but but whatever. No, I know, I know, I know. It's just. Um, I don't know what yeah. the heck they're going to do because, you know, just keep your helmet on, get inside the tent, and you're going to be okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I thought that – I mean, and that they showed an ISO of the – I don't know which – I don't think it – I don't know which ref it is, but whoever it is that has to touch the ball, that dude had to – he he ran like 30 yards to get there as fast as he could. I mean, he was aware of the right. fact that time was an issue, and he ran right. from the the former line of scrimmage all the way down to the new line of scrimmage. He was busting his ass to do it as fast as he could. and But, you know, he had to run. Dallas was well, already lined up, and he had to run through that. Let's revisit dumb number two. Okay. Okay? Uh-huh. <laughs> because in dumb number two, Steve – Every single week in the meetings, when you go through the two-minute drill that you run in practice a couple times and you watch it on tape, anytime you have some type of odd down and distance, time left on the clock, time out, blah, 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 they're always telling you, all right, as soon as you get this ball, you got to get it to the official. As soon as you, you know, this play concludes, you got to get it back to, you know, they, they tell you that a hundred times in uh you know, before the end of training camp when you're doing installing those types of things. And then they tell you that every, you know, once a week, every week during preparation. So now McCarthy, the head coach, never bring this up in meetings, The how important that is at the end of it. And, or is Kellen Moore, who the offensive coordinator, did he never bring it up? I mean, it's just so the thing about it is that that, that thing should have been talked about that 
put in your put in their mind, understood before they are ever going to call the play. Uh, especially when you're, you know, you said, okay, you sent in a quarterback draw, and then okay, we're, what they're going to do is they're going to let us run up to their first line of defense, and then when we get to their first line of defense, um, you know, then they're going to have a bunch of guys tackling us. They're going to keep us short, and then you got to get back to the the referee. So, right. you know, it's just, a, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and it's, it's uh, you know, and unfortunately for Jerry Jones, it's a, you know, it's a $100 million mistake. Yeah. When you That's okay talk with... about playoffs, money, season tickets, That's and a... all that kind of stuff. That's okay with me. I, I, get tar- I get tired of seeing that guy being all rich in that box. <laughs> Right. That's what I, you know, have you ever been to that stadium? No. Okay. So when Jerry sits in that stadium with his two sons side by side, that box sort of like, um, it was, it, it, you know that um, uh, that thing in um, down at John Hancock Center where you can walk out on that glass ledge and look around? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like that. Inside of the stadium, along with the rest of the skyboxes, his kind of protrudes out farther. Like the emperor. Yes, exactly, exactly. And and it's just really kind of crazy. how Because their broadcasting booth is legit, man. It's unbelievable how nice it is and how plush the bathroom is inside of it and how much space you have. And his... And his personal skybox is incredible it's yeah. just it's just incredible yeah yeah well you know um i yeah well at least he took care of you guys but yeah that just, it always i just get tired of looking at that guy he, he yeah. his ant shaped head and <laughs> <laughs> a dopey fake smile it is <laughs> but, right he got each each of his sons on to his right and to his left mm-hmm. and you know, yeah. Are, are they both? Are they both on the same good guy, same page, or is you know one kind of looking at the other one like I? Uh, you know, when I take this over, type Cain, of attitude. Cain and Abel. Yeah. Story, a story as old as time, <laughs> old as the Bible. Well, um, yeah. So I mean, other than that, I thought uh, you know, I mean, I, I mean I, that made it. Those two things made it interesting too, but it, it was it was a lot of football. But it was kind of a fun way yeah. to spend the weekend. I thought so. Yeah, it was. I mean, I was bored in ten minutes at the Philly game. I was just yeah. disappointed in how lack of a fight came up there. And then the Buffalo game. Yeah. I just wish it was a better game. I, I, you know, I was kind of pulling for Buffalo, or I was really pulling for nobody. Yeah. But I was still, you know, seeing how they. They were playing at that point. I, I think the game probably I look forward to the most is tonight. Yeah, you know, this this Rams Arizona. Now, um, uh, Mitch uh, Trubisky got in for a couple of kneel downs in that uh, Buffalo game, so good for him. Oh, that's that's rewarding. He's in the playoffs. <laughs> there was a guy who had, and maybe there's, I only saw one person with this, but. It, like you know how they have cheese heads, right? In in uh, up in Green Bay, those foam yeah. cheese heads. This guy had a chicken wing hat, <laughs> like a drumette oh. hat in Buffalo, which I thought was kind of funny. Right, Ooh, I, I like know. that. Yeah. I like that. Oh. And I also like the. It's... Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say I also like the heater section. There's there's like on 
uh, each side of the field, there seems to be like uh, there are like well, at least on one side of the field, uh, there's like a club, um, a club level or something where they had heaters, and so there was this orange. Red, reddish, orange glow coming from there the whole time, which I thought that's the section to be in if you're going to be in Buffalo. I think. Yeah, that's like opposite of the shower section at Old Comiskey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then they I was should, one- they should have. They should have that shower out there in a cold weather game. <laughs> I was wondering <laughs> if the people in the heater at the heated section take a lot of abuse from the other people. I feel that they do. Uh, yeah, I mean, they maybe they should have like. Um, like a rotisserie roll of seats where you you know it keeps changing so everybody everybody gets a little bit of it. <laughs> Every, everybody gets a nice even browning during the game. Right, right. <laughs> uh, right yeah, so that uh, I thought that that was uh, that the, the, that I wanted to know or mention that stuff. Also, uh, you know, they talk about Leslie Frazier, uh, you know, being up for some coaching jobs. Yeah, yeah, I think he interviewed for the Bears, the Bear one. Yeah, now are the Bears only doing Zoom interviews? Because that that seems it seems like they might want to go meet these people in person. But well, I, I think the first round of all interviews in the NFL are Zoom. Oh, and then when you want a recall on one of your initial ones, then it becomes face to face. Gotcha, gotcha. Now I think you can you can probably get away with. You know, two and two or three interviews per day having that the Zoom opportunity. Yeah, yeah. Um, so now Leslie Frazier, I don't I don't know enough about defense to be able to tell you how much of the four six he uses, but um, I, I would imagine a lot of what he uses comes from what he learned when he was with the Bears, right? Um. Yeah. Yeah, the, uh, yeah. A lot of the defensive strategy, the thinking, the analytics, and everything. A lot of it has to do from his upbringing with the Bears. But you know, one thing about the forty-six defense, it's personnel driven. You're not going to take a bunch of crap guys and play the forty-six and be able to get it done like you did in '85. Yeah. You have to have, you got to have a badass group of guys that are willing to get at it from start to finish, and it's nothing but a quarterback contest. Get into the quarterback contest. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And um, so, you know, if that was if that was the case, then you know everybody would be planning it all the time. And you know, a good example of, the, of that is right when Buddy got the job in Philly, and they had some of the badass defensive personnel in the history of the league. When you look at Reggie White and Jerome Brown and Clyde Simmons and Seth Joyner and just the other groups of guys they had there, and they were a great defense. You know, they didn't have the offense that we had here in Chicago, so, you know, they, you know, it was a tough road to hoe. But with our offense and our defensive personnel, we, you know, we we capitalized on it. And Buddy did too, but not to the sense where he won the playoffs and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Right, that's an excellent point. Now, um, one, other qu- one other question I have. Does it hurt more or less when it's cold? When you get here? Um... You know, the thing about it is, is it's always hitting the guy harder than he's going to hit you, and you really don't feel it, whether it's hot or cold. <laughs> if you sit there and all of a sudden you start playing passively and you know a guy's running full speed and he's just getting ready to light you up, it's going to hurt and you're going to feel it. Um, so it's a, you might as well go at him. You might as well get at him harder than you're getting at um, mm. just to make him feel. But it. You know, Steve, in the in the twenties, 
nothing was ever too cold. I mean, I, I would struggle in hot weather just because I'm such a sweater. <laughs> However, in the, in the cold weather, it never really, it never really bothered me. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess that makes sense. You just kind of keep your adrenaline going and you're not going to feel anything. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you go out there, you leave a locker room door and you're going out there and you're thinking about the temperature, then you're in trouble. (laughs) You know, it's, it's seriously, man, it's about going out there and, you know, leaving that it, leaving that in the locker room, go to work and you'll be back either sideline coats, there's heaters and right. You know, so there's, there's a way to, there's ways to get through it. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I, um, yeah. I would be thinking about how cold it is, and I'd probably be, they'd take me off at a stretcher after the first play. <laughs> right. <laughs> You'd be on a cell phone anyway. <laughs> right, 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 <laughs> right. All right, uh, Thayer Brothers Deli and Grill down at Joliet, Illinois. Uh, chicken noodle today and beef barley. What a, I yes. mean, this is a mm. Sophie's Choice type thing here. Mm. Or do you get both? I'm going beef barley. Beef oh. barley. Yeah. I'll, I'll go I'll go the big uh, container of beef barley. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I kind of grab like a little container of our croutons because our croutons are so good and, you know, spread those in there intermittently throughout the spoonfuls of beef barley. Nice. Nice. Mm, it's good. Yeah. Did you, Evan, did you, did you prepare anything uh, special over the weekend for any of your football watching or were you just, did you just watch um, it by I, yourself? You know, Mostly watch by myself, but I did make um, of this homemade tray of chicken enchiladas. Oh, that, that sounds uh, good. Yeah, I make. Yeah, I make really good. And I, you know, I stop start with making the chicken in the crock pot. So every bite is perfect. You know, there's no grizzle or fat or bone in any of the chicken that's in there. Um, so yeah, what kind of enchilada I sauce do you use? Um. I just, you know, I had, I went to a store. There's a really good Mexican supermarket here a little bit ways. And, you know, I kind of just went um, that La Profarita. Sure, yeah. Uh, just, just, a, just a can, you know, just a mm-hmm. can um, uh, enchilada sauce. And yeah. then I used on, onions and diced green chilies and chicken and, uh, you know, all the other, the other process of putting it together. Get sure. some cheese in there, lay some cheese in there. Mm-hmm. Yes, I. Well, you know the thing about it is, is what's good. I kind of make it like lasagna style. They're not uh, each individual rolled up corn tortillas. Uh, uh, it's more stacked. So I start oh. with enchilada sauce, and then I put shells down, and then I put the whole chicken mixture that I make uh, down. Then I put some cheese, and then I put enchilada sauce, and I keep redoing it. Um. Oh. How many layers total? Before I, um, the the last the one I made this weekend was five. Oh, nice! So it's nice. thick. I mean, it's thick, <laughs> and then once it compacts down, it's it's ready to go. You know, you eat some, you put some in a serving size, and freeze them. Um, Wow, uh, I so, like that. I like that yeah. method because sometimes when I'm rolling them, I'm no Snoop Dogg when it comes to rolling up enchiladas. <laughs> rolling I, a blunt I, enchilada. Yeah, sometimes they come unrolled in the oven, so uh, right. that's a that's a better. Uh, I like that. It uh, it is it is because I used to make them the other way too, and the whole rolling and then try to get them you know nice look uniform. Uh huh. It's that's more hard. of a where you have the the stack style. 
it, it gives you more of that lasagna type of cut to it, and you, and you get full flavor and all yes. the, the levels of it and stuff. Excellent. Yeah, yeah good, that good sounds stuff. good. Mm-hmm. I'll yeah. take a picture of a piece that I've set aside, and I'll send it to you. All right, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just awarded hey. you a life hack sound there, Tom. That's yeah, what we I mean, t- you know, as Jeff Joniak said last week, he's he's bestowed chef Tom upon you. Mm-hmm. Not just cook, never chef, never. I w- man, I wish you know when you watch cooking shows and stuff, and you see how how much those guys can combine all the the different spices and flavors and stuff. I I have not, I have no knowledge of that. Yeah, well, but yours is a more everyday kind of stuff that everybody can do. And, uh, yeah. I mean, you know, it, just the enchilada sauce alone. I mean, it's probably taking two hours to make mm. real enchilada sauce. So nobody's going to really right. do that. So I think you're, 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 it's yeah. like with your uh, Tom Thayer's Italian beef. It, it doesn't get any better than that. And it's super simple. So I think, uh, no, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to agree. I'm in agreement yeah. with Jeff on this. I'm, well, I'm, a, yeah. It's like my mom always used to say, I'm not a chef, I'm a cook. Yeah, yeah. But so, it's it's the kind of stuff that we want to eat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. All right, man. I'm going to, Jan and I are driving to Florida on Saturday. Oh, nice. Yeah. So I guess we'll, I'll, if, I, well, I guess I'll listen to the games in the car, I guess. Um, yeah, perfect. That's yeah. a perfect time to drive. Yeah. People yeah. are in. People are at home or in bars and taverns watching the games. Roads are open, and you're sailing down Route 65. Here we come. Florida, here we come. So next Monday, if all goes as planned and there's not another ice storm that comes through the you know the lower uh, or middle states, uh, I'll, be, I'll, we'll be, I'll be talking to you from Florida. Uh, lucky you. That would yeah. be nice. Yeah, Fly looking. your sunscreen regularly. Oh yeah, I have it on right now, just just to practice. Oh, good. Just pra- just practice. <laughs> <Atta boy. laughs> All right, Tommy. Thanks for talking to us. Uh, Bye, man. Have, have a good week. Say hi to your family for us, and uh, we'll talk to you next Monday. Adios, amigo. Thanks, Tom. See ya. Excellent question on the enchilada sauce, there, Brendan. Wow. Yeah, I'm 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 curious. I I love no, that. No, I, I, he, he, excellent. That was a that was a good question because I'm I'm making that. Yes, dude. Fuck. And La Preferida yeah, I has. Just, I should have called him and said, "What do you do, he, <laughs> Tom? Janet's really sick of me having the football games on. Maybe I should come by. What are we having? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. What are we having? Because the whole time I'm watching football, like all I can think about is bad stuff to eat. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just going to order some wings. You know, like, yeah. no, you can't, I, you know, so I, I managed to resist it, you know, for the most part. So mm-hmm. I don't remember what I ate, but I don't think I did anything too bad. But 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 football just screams out to be, you know, oh, yeah. pizza wings. And then, yeah. the, you know, it, it doesn't help that every other commercial is for a pizza. They know their audience. Oh, man, man. I mean, even the Papa John's was starting to look good to me. Mm-hmm. Oh, bro. You got to call somebody when they're <laughs> I know. I know. Reach out, man, for help. But they have like a New York, st- you know, the the, the foldy kind now, right? Uh, mm-hmm. You know, Jersey Mike's. I'm like, oh man, I got to get a sandwich. It's like, mm-hmm. But I, I think I managed to to st- stem the tide. Good. So, but um, there's a lot of football. 
A lot of football. Oh, yeah. A lot of football. All right. uh, Let's do our uh, Dollcast subscriber of the day. For all that you do, so generous and true. Today the slime ball spotlight shines on you. Thank you. Today's subscriber of the day is Vicky Hunkler. Vicky Hunkler. Hunkler. Hey, Vicky. Hi, Vicky. Hey, Vicky. It says here, hi, Stephen Crew, LTL, but never SOTD. Some quick suggestions for you. Number one, pillow. This She sent this originally December 22nd. She resent it uh, on the 13th of January. Um, so I guess I can read this first. Hi, Steve et al. I'm uh, resending the below email. I stupidly sent it right before the long holiday break originally. That is very Okay, that's good thinking on your part because I have nothing but the best intentions before right. the holiday break. And then more of a holiday breakdown kind of in terms of my intentions, you know? Yeah. But when I heard the discussion on today's podcast about This Is Us, which I also love, and the lack of good end-of-the-day TV, I wanted to reiterate my recommendation for Afterlife. I think both you and Janet would really enjoy it. Um, Don't know if the pillow info is still needed. Always. I still am, you know, I'm like the princess and the pea with the the pillow. I can't, uh, or Goldilocks or something. I can't seem to get some fairy tale character. I can't seem to get the right pillow. But the TV suggestion and the commercial review uh, from my old December email are still relevant. Happy New Year. Have a safe road trip to Florida and enjoy a warm and sunny winter. All the best, Vicki Hunkler, Sugar Grove Ill. Pillow. Get a couple of king-sized, one-fresh pillows. This is the family-owned company that donated pillows to the National Guard troops who camped out in and around the Capitol after January 6th. What an awesome and hypoallergenic pillow. One side is soft and fluffy for sleeping on your back. Synthetic down. Flip it over and the other is more firm yet moldable for sleeping on your side. Shredded memory foam. You'll love it. This helps good because your memory is shredded, too. Yeah, no, it is. It is more and more. Uh, the TV series Afterlife on Netflix, I do. we do watch that, and there's a brand new season available. Mm-hmm. Um with Ricky Gervais. It's really good. You know, Ricky Gervais is really good. So it, he, he, he does not disappoint. I believe I saw last night, Brendan, that Ozark, the new Ozark. Uh, it's coming. I th- isn't it there? It's, I think it's here. Is it? Okay. I thought I it was the 21st was uh, what I'd seen. But, uh, oh, well, maybe. maybe. I don't know. I'll, I'll check. Janet won't watch it because <laughs> nobody's likable. So, mm-hmm. Our choices are becoming fewer and fewer. There has to be a likable person, and it doesn't seem to be... The only people still making TV shows with likable people are the British, Mm -hmm. from what I can Mm -hmm. tell. So, so, uh, um, uh, what the fuck is in there? I don't care. All things... uh, What the fuck? What What did we watch last night? We... uh, The the show about the vet, you know, the... All Creatures Great and Small. All Creatures Great and Small. They dropped a new season of that, so oh, we were watching nice. that, and it is a great show. And I do understand, you know. You know, mm-hmm. um, I don't think it affects me when I when I end the day with something from you know a beheading or whatever from Ozark or, yeah. you know. But it probably does affect me, right? Maybe, yeah. Uh, 
Number three. If only numbing you to beheadings. Yeah, right. I know. So if I saw one, I wouldn't. I wouldn't even probably report it. Yeah, be like, oh, you'd be yeah. annoyed because it blocked traffic. There's or something. always beheadings. Yeah. It's not a big deal. <laughs> Commercial. Oh my God! As soon as I saw this on TV the other day, I thought the doll cast has to hear about this inadvertently hilarious prescription drug commercial for a very sensitive condition. Let me. Uh, Got me interested. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let me uh, let me get the link up here before I go any further. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's a lot uh, of those uh, ads during football. A lot of uh, yeah. This ads. one doesn't run during football. I don't okay. think. I haven't seen it, but it should because um, it's mostly dudes watching it. it but uh, it's for a very sensitive condition illustrated with a bent carrot. Have you guys seen that? Oh, uh-huh, I think I, oh, yeah, I think like recall If that, your yeah. wiener's bent, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. then it's something, I guess, to straighten it out. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I can't tell if my Manhood bends. looks different from guy to guy, but when yours bends in a different direction, you might feel bothered by it. So talk to a urologist, because a bend in your erection might be Peyronie's disease, or PD. It's a condition that involves a buildup of scar tissue, but it's treatable. Zyaflex is the only FDA-approved non-surgical treatment for... Where do they get these fucking names? I know why they get them, because they can get all of the uh, domains and everything, right? Mm-hmm. They just make up words. But What's it called? Zyaflex. Zyaflex. X-I-A-F-L-E-X. Hey, it might be bent the right way. What if it's bent, in the, you know, like... In an awesome way. I also hope they're gobbling up uh, commercial time on Chicago PD. <laughs> Appropriate adult men with Peyronie's disease. Along with daily penile stretching and straightening exercises, Zyflex has been... Pre- That's the part that always gets me. I've never... You know, I've had trainers, some trainers over the years. We've never gotten into that. I didn't, I didn't know that was something you could do. Stretching. Stretching and strengthening. Huh. <laughs> Is that part of your core? What is that? Proven to help gradually reduce the bend. Don't receive if the treatment area involves your urethra or if you're allergic to any collagenase or any of the ingredients. May cause serious side effects, including penile fracture or other serious injury during an erection and severe allergic reactions, including anaphylaxis. Signs of serious injury, it says on the ad here, to the penis popping sound or sensation sudden liability... uh, Inability, which seems like a liability, to keep an erection, pain, bruising, swelling, difficulty, urinating, or blood in urine. Just some of the other side effects. So that all sounds... What a menu of... Yeah. Relaxes. Seek help if you have any of these symptoms. Do not have any sexual activity during and for at least four weeks after each treatment cycle. Sudden back pain reactions four after weeks. treatment may occur. Tell your doctor if you have a bleeding condition or take blood thinners, as risk of bleeding or bruising at the treatment site is increased. Talk to a urologist about what your manhood could look like. Find a Zyaflex trained urologist at bentcarrot.com. Ends with a zany, with a zany name. Yeah, I don't. And, uh, you know, I I said keep it medical all the way through, or it's not touching my penis. Bentcarrot dot com does not have access to my peanut penis. No, no it's no. too uh, too whimsical. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's no whimsy down there. Okay, this take everything is taken very seriously down in that area. There's no no in the carrot area, as yeah. we'll call it from now. There's on. No goofing around. Yeah, absolutely no goofing around. So thanks for all of those, Vicky and Vicky Hunkler. You're our Dollcast subscriber of the day. For all that you do, so generous and true. Today 
slime ball spotlight shines on you. Thank you. Yes. Thank you, Vicky. That was, uh, that was some good info. I'm going to try that pillow for sure. Because I, de- I still am not uh, having good luck with the... Uh, with pillow combinations, hmm. I, t- I got those really big giant ones, you know, the one and you, body pillows. Yeah, but it's it's too big. It's just like I got mm. one for Janet too, just so she, you know, I don't know. But the, so then the, our whole bed is taken up with two pillows. Like yeah. there's no room for you in your own mm. bed, right? And then what do you do with them when you? Have, how do you make a bed with two giant pillows? Make a big X across the bed. <laughs> Like the Miggs Field when mm-hmm. Mayor Daly closed it down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, yeah, may, you know, maybe. But it, uh, so I'm still, I'm still, you know, on the hunt for a good pillow. So I definitely will, uh, will, will try that for sure. Yeah. Good. Yeah. I like that. Like I said, though, that that two sided thing seems like an innovation. Very yeah. interesting. That seems perfect. Seems to make sense. Because I do mostly sleep on my back, but every night I try to sleep on each side a little bit. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't, you know, for an even browning, as Tom point, you know, mentioned, mm-hmm. yeah. rotisserie style me. <laughs> um, I don't know why exactly, but I, but I do. And uh, so, you know, it seems, uh, seems like a, a good thing to try. Now... Um, Did you <laughs> did you see that man cow is running for governor? I know this is stupid. Oh, is he? <laughs> yeah, I know it's stupid. I saw a blurb of that, and but I did not stupid. pursue. He's stupid. Pursue. Yeah. Well, I've heard a couple of interviews, and uh, uh, he. I know this is going to surprise you. He seems wholly unqualified. Whoa. Wait a minute. Yeah, you can't just run for governor if you're not qualified, Steve. Uh, he doesn't even seem to know what it takes exactly. American to politics. Hold on. Here we go. I'm going to play you a little of the interview. former entertainers, movie stars, and businessmen. Over the past decade, they have exchanged their lives of fame and fortune for the governor's mansion, a few Senate seats, and in the case of... This is off that uh, whatever WGN, the superstation used to be. Then they turned it into some news deal. Oh, right. News Nation? News, this is off a of News Nation. Oh, so it's a... Okay, so this is a national story being shown. Well, I guess, yeah. Well, um, hold on tight. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, so, <laughs> yes, right, I know, right? Donald Trump, the White House. In Illinois, the current governor is Democrat J.B. Pritzker, whose family owns the Hyatt Hotel chain and ran on a platform of bringing a businessman's approach to the state house. The state's problems have largely gotten worse since his election in 2018. Second highest property taxes in the nation, crime is soaring in Chicago, 122,000 people left the state. Net left the state in 20. I'll be leaving on Saturday, do I? Uh, but I'm coming back. But mm. 21, it's the most in history. Let me get, most let me get, Eric Mancow Muller. Get past that cat's preamble because, uh, you know. It's starting to grate on me. Yeah, yeah we, gotta, we're aware of all the issues. Like, uh, Tucker this, Carl, Carl, Carlson kind of temperature to it. Just as, uh, as they definitely lean right. Yeah, it, it just there's a snark in his voice. Yeah, that's a, yeah. But then he's going to talk to man cow. So I mean, we're like, yeah. okay, with all due respect, snark, Mister Snarkmeister. Uh, now you're going to talk to like a 
Although I remember I did say last week and I didn't realize what I what you know that this would be happening, but nowadays since there aren't any people there aren't any radio personalities anymore to do stupid stunts, myself included, uh the politicians are the new DJ stunt people. Yeah. You're and right. uh, and then uh-huh. here and then you know and then a man cow shall lead them. Peaceful <laughs> warrior is with us now. You're serious about this? First of all, I got to talk about the hair. Your hair. <laughs> what the fuck is that? How do you start with that? Girl, she's Amy. And I, I heard him also on John Williams because it's you know apparently new. The um, what's the name of that company that owns News Nation and WGN? Um, uh, I know it's Sinclair. Yes, it? no, uh, no, no, that's who no, wanted it. Whoever it was at bottom, you know, they put him on WGN too, on the on the radio, and he he complimented John Williams on his hair. (laughs) That's his. That's (laughs) he disarms you. You're a hair man. Just gonna say, well, like he's focused because he had some help, like on his crown. So he, like me, Uh he's a hair noticer. Yeah, yeah. He seems like he's had some augmentation, and definitely it's it's. He's got it's Elvis colored like jet black now. Oh, right on. Your is he wearing man. sunglasses? He is wearing. <laughs> it's so big. That's that's in not. Gonna, it doesn't work on a campaign it, commercial. It, okay. You're serious. Okay, you're serious about this. He's uh, wearing. I am serious. Uh, he's wearing glasses um, with big, big frames. You know, like I'm a smart guy. Glasses. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to be smart to buy those frames. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, he's not. He's wearing not a shoes. test. Yeah, no, no, you just just say, I'll take these. I wonder if they're Randy Jackson's. I have decided I want to be the captain of the Titanic. Uh, <laughs> sign me up. Uh, yeah. As you, so you're running? <laughs> okay, well, well, you got my vote. Okay. Captain uh, of the Titanic. Next star, uh, I think, is what you were looking for. Yeah, next star. What, what, kind, of an open, what kind of an open is that? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's a ra- it works on the radio. I, I don't know. Does it work? Maybe it works in real life now. I as a Republican, know. I, we we got to get basics here. Uh, well, I'm, I'm, I'm running as, as an independent. You're going to run as an independent. I went to the Republican so Party. A- that's, a whole, that's a whole other story. I mean, that's a whole other show. So is it- show. Show. I miss him saying show. So the Republicans didn't want you, huh? That's interesting. Hmm. That's a, kind of a new low for you, really, basically. That's another story. That's a complete other. That's another story on my show. Is you're running as independent? Does that mean there's a primary that you got to go through? Uh, I don't know. Okay, <laughs> but you know. <laughs> okay. Did his so research. Looking ahead. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. Oh dear, oh. Eric. Come on, Eric. Republican, you, it might be something you should figure out. The, no, but this look, this guy Griffin is running is is a is a Democrat. He's gonna he's gonna be the. He's not running. That's he's the, Griffin's not. I I can't go any further into this. It's too stupid. But he he doesn't even know who's really running. Mm-hmm. Griffin is funding. He's looking for a Republican. Mm-hmm. But that's that really super rich guy. Sure. That had like the big divorce, and then he made the bike path because he's super rich. Right, you know, yeah, yeah. The, I recall. the uh, hedge fund guy, he's not running. He's he's funding. Gotcha. So I know more. I you know maybe I should announce my intention. I don't, but I don't want to be governor of Illinois. No, no. you don't. No, I don't. No, I do not. Would you? What, what would your take on this guy's hair be? Just just to get a. I don't think I would start with a hair compliment. Okay, as, as my as my official campaign kickoff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, but then, as I mentioned, he also uh, managed to work in a 
one with John Williams. And that's on the radio, so that's really pointless. Because wow. we can't even see that. But but John Williams was pretty smart because he he just kind of he 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 didn't uh, he just basically he took him at face value and said, okay, well, how would you solve this problem and that problem? And of course, he had no solutions for any problem. He was just trying to do sure. zany, sensationalist mm-hmm. riffs on stuff, mm-hmm. yeah, and self promote kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. yeah, well, because you, I think you can fundraise, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I think he's been hanging out with Roger Stone, so he's probably picked up a few pointers. Frontrunner, probably. Well, you uh, can, it Ken, it, Ken it, Griffin, it, the, the billionaire, yeah. he's going to fund a Republican to take on Prince. Well, the guy's not a Republican. Right. But but hold on. So you're running the this... Point is- <laughs> wait, wait, you were just wrong about the whole other... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're allowed to, yeah let's, 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 Here's the point. Here's the point, uh-huh. man. Your hair is fantastic. You and, buy your way in, brother. You're, you buy well, your way in. You're, you're running this in a... And brother's big. He called John Williams' brother a lot, too. It's like... Hmm... <laughs> it gives me the will. It gives me the willies to be called brother by him. Independent. Yes. Is the ballot going to say like Mancow, or is it going to be Eric Mancow Muller? Because you can't have a nickname on there. You know, uh, you can. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Once again, <laughs> you can. <laughs> Should I go yeah. with Mancow? <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm known as. <laughs> Cow. <laughs> And then maybe he could get turned to be, uh, although in Illinois, I think the vice, the uh, uh, lieutenant governor has to run separately. So, mm. but, uh, you know, but but man, a man cow turd ticket. I mean, really? Yeah. Mm. Uh, I would be fine with the man cow or uh, the man cow. Okay, he's not just man cow. He's the man cow. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, probably Eric Man Cow Muller. Eric Man Cow Muller. We're going to be on the ballot and we'll be on under independent. Under independent. Because I'm not willing to sell my soul. You say it's the... T- mm. All right. Bring <laughs> it back to the... Mm. <laughs> but you just said you had to buy your way in. So. Uh, dear. Uh, dear. Uh, on the screen, it says, uh, Eric Mancow Muller, running for Illinois governor, podcast host, the Mancow Podcast. Oh. Former host, Man Cow's Morning Madhouse, and the Man Cow Radio Experience. Two totally different shows. Mm-hmm. And then it says, Chicago's number one radio show host, 1994 to 2018. I don't think that's, you could do some fact checking on that, but I don't think that's going to be true. Titanic, which is, it's a great way to, yeah. to describe the state you want to run, but here you go. <laughs> Illinois ranks uh, 23rd in health. This guy's just, but anyway, it means an idiot, right? <laughs> it yeah, doesn't I guess, seem I guess like we'll be it. on the ballot. <laughs> How do we do that? Done his research. <laughs> oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. So, I assume that's just like a one-week story, and then, then now it's gone, right? Because nobody else is really going to. Uh, is he? Was he auditioning for that channel? Possibly for News Nation or something. Poss- yeah, maybe. He doesn't even really seem like he's going to be able to keep up with with them, right? Yeah, I don't know much about it. I, yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, whatever. I, I just, yeah. I just that was like out of nowhere. That just kind of popped up. Like, Come on now, <laughs> what's the deal here? What's going on now? Remember, on Friday, we uh, were trying to think of uh, Fleetwood Mac inspired dishes for correct Fleetwood's restaurant on Front Street in Lahaina. Yeah, I felt yeah, like we I got s- one after the show too. Yeah, we were struggling. Yeah, but we I, we got Fleetwood macaroni and cheese. Oh. Right? oh. From Mark uh 
Kwiatkowski and also from uh, um, who's the other dude here? Wow, we really missed that. I know. I mean, yes, right in front of us. Yes, and also from Al Klockowski. So really really uh, cowboy uh, Dallas cowboyed that one. Yeah, I mean that's really Fleetwood Mac and cheese. You, we're we're like we're like. You know, sautéed, you know, butter, I, yeah. shallots the, and butter. After the after oh. the fact, I got uh, Christine McVeal. Oh, that's yeah. that's a good one. <laughs> yeah, but but Fleetwood Mac and cheese. I mean, yeah, that's, come on, that's like a layup. I mean, that's yeah. like mm-hmm. embarrassing. Like, it's embarrassing. <laughs> it's like unsubscribe. Yeah, these idiots. Well, they have both said that they were yelling that at their uh, at their phones. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> on a train, hopefully. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You're just yelling, Fleetwood Mac and Cheese! <laughs> Fleetwood Mac and Cheese, you morons! <laughs> Sir, this is the quiet car. <laughs> yeah, so, um, thanks, uh, gentlemen. Appreciate thanks, guys. Yeah. And I, I got it, like, fr- I got them Friday, these two Friday afternoons. So I've Sometimes been sitting on this we're for, dumb. Yeah. I've been sitting on it for three days. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I mean... Seriously, we didn't we didn't do Fleetwood Mac and Cheese. I mean, it's embarrassing. Oh my god, embarrassing. Yeah, embarrassing. I tell you. All right, um, but Slimeball is happy with the progress we've made. As <laughs> so, they're going to keep us on for another year. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but yeah, that, that's definitely worth a talking to a closed door meeting. Yeah, I, I feel we'll be hauled into into some office today. Yeah, yeah into like some, and w- like Ron Lewis, mm-hmm. mild mannered Ron Lewis is like guys. What the fuck throwing stuff, <laughs> throwing <laughs> right. his calculator at right. us and stuff. <laughs> right, as a music lover, he's like <laughs> personally offended. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I got a uh, I got a floor idiot for you. They're, they're, I think they're they're certain the season's really cranking up now down there. So is it okay? Yeah. Yeah. They had a tornado down there in Fort Myers yesterday. Oh no! Uh, was there major damage? Mm, yeah, I mean, the, yeah, where it it was, there was. It wasn't like you know. It, I don't think they have very many tornadoes in Florida, so they were all pretty surprised by it. Wow. It seemed to it. I think it took out. It seemed like it took out a, a, a mobile home park. Oh. The tornadoes are attracted to. The, I think they like the vagabond lifestyle. Tornadoes, the, you know, it's free to move about the country and whatnot. You know, uh-huh. so they're they're always attracted to the trailer parks. Yeah, which uh, it, it seems to me. Uh, but uh, you know, whatever. All right, so let's uh, let's make this an official Floridian then. Place for old timers on the doorstep of death and sad toothless fuck up strung out on crystal meth. It's the romper room for reprobates. It's the dangling wang of the United States. There's boozers and losers and substance abusers. They're making the news down in Florida. Floridians in the news. Floridians in the news. 
Oh, by the way, that dude that uh, um, violated the uh, stuffed unicorn and the uh, and the frozen uh, the uh, the uh, snowman the snowman he, yeah uh, he uh, he is uh, he got pro- he's out on probation so. is he yeah <laughs> out uh, yeah he's he got probation so wow. Puts a probe in probation, huh? Yeah. It just, that seems, I don't know. That seems, that seems like you should have to do a little time for that. Yeah. But, you know, maybe uh, he, maybe he's been in jail. I don't know. Um, Is he maybe not allowed inside superstores anymore? A man in, who engaged in sexual conduct with a pair of large stuffed animal toys at a Target store in Florida was sentenced today to six months probation after pleading no contest. To indecent exposure and criminal mischief charges. See, that's Florida. You can do that. You can fuck a uni- a stuffed unicorn and a what the Be fuck is the name of that? Street. What is the name of that snowman? He's got a name. I can't. Re- I, I can't remember. In Frozen, I can't remember his name. Oh yeah, Olaf. Uh, Olaf. You can fuck Olaf and come on his back mm-hmm. in a Target store, and you get six months probation. It's crazy, yeah. right? I mean, well, I mean. Uh, Seems like uh, then maybe that's uh, good news for some people. <laughs> well, it's something to keep in mind next time I go to Target. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, all right. Um, yeah, I just thought that I'd update everybody on that. Uh, turns out that's not so bad. Yeah. Seems bad to me, but I guess in the scheme of Florida things. All the stuff they're dealing with down there, all the other kind of maniacs that they have to process and cannibalism and uh-huh. whatnot. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. This one seems pretty tame too, I guess. Uh, a week after paying eight million dollars for a private island in the Florida Keys, eight million, eight million for your own private island. Wow. A real estate developer was arrested for stealing three hundred dollars in merchandise from a department store's st- uh, store. Police reports. I'm adding s's to everything. I don't. A department store. Andrew Lippy. Which is, is not a description of him, but uh, but his actual last name. 59 was busted Saturday on a felony grand theft rap for allegedly swiping coffee makers, linen. What's the stuff you need for your island? Absolutely. Maybe he was just tapped out. Tapped out just buying the island. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's going to be on just a mattress on a floor. Yeah. And he just he needs essentials. And how are you going to make coffee? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, light bulbs. Uh, he needed those, too. From a Kmart in Key West. According to a Key West Police Department record, Lippy purchased the household goods and then returned the items to Kmart, where employees discovered that the boxes no longer contained the new items. Oh, wow. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> that's how you get to have eight. That's how you end up with eight million bucks to buy your own private island. I guess yeah, so. Bunch <laughs> of hollow schemes. For example, cops say a box that was supposed to hold a $165 Keurig coffee maker. Instead, had a basketball inside. What weird! Well, so this basketball to, doesn't make coffee. Kind so of, that's so it has I would a, go with. some weight. I guess you're yeah. hearing they're not going to look inside. Yeah. Indiana Jones type of move, right? When yeah, exactly. Just to yeah. Estimate the weight. Uh-huh. In another package, a used coffee maker replaced a new fifty-five dollar Hamilton Beach model. So he needed two coffee makers, apparently. Uh, during questioning, Lippy denied swapping out the merchandise, which investigators valued at three hundred and fifty-nine dollars. 
No, no, I didn't. No. no. I didn't put a basketball in there. Who would do no, that? I, That's I don't know how it got there. I have my own private island. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> Why would I do something like that? Wow, this guy's like trying to trying to get credit on a gift card so he could buy some actual stuff somewhere. <laughs> Lippy was collared Saturday evening at Kmart, charged with grand larceny. What a dipshit. But this doesn't seem as bad to me as jacking off on a <laughs> on a plush toy in his target in front of everybody. Maybe yeah. I'm wrong. I think there's an element of an uncontrollable mental disease involved in the in the plush toy guy. Yes, but he's not getting any help or anything. He's just on probation. That's it. Yeah, things are backed up. I mean, maybe the maybe the probation officer makes him, you know, makes him go see a shrink. I don't know, but uh, yeah. whatever. Uh, Lippy was collared Saturday. Uh, he was nabbed shortly after returning twenty seven dollars and ninety nine cents. Uh, uh, a twenty twenty seven ninety nine bed skirt that he bought earlier in the day. Hmm. However, police reported the bed skirt had been replaced by a pillowcase. Oh. This guy, think, he good. thinks he's beating the system. He really does. <laughs> and that no one, like, oh, they, they don't check the boxes when you return uh-huh. it. You tape it up good and you just... some linen in there? Any kind yeah. of linen? Uh-huh. doesn't matter. So it just get the weight right. He was booked into the Monroe County Detention Center, from which he was freed the following morning without bond. Oh, all right. Man, things are loose down there this year. Yeah. I can't yeah. wait to get down there and start committing crimes. Right. Mm-hmm. Stern bu- warning. Don't yeah. do it again. Don't do it again, man. Uh-huh. All right. Here are your belongings back. <laughs> Lippy's bust came days after he closed on the $8 million purchase of Thompson Island, a gated island adjacent to Key West. You got to have a gated island. You don't want you know, well, animals like, just crawling up on your beach. Right? Yeah, but I, I think... Freeloaders? <laughs> I think an, an island uh, is gated because uh, it's an island. Yeah. What's the name it of seems- it? Thomas? Thompson Island? Uh, yeah. Uh, Thompson Island. Probably it'll be Lippy Island at some point, right? Maybe. Um, although I feel like maybe the deal is going to go south. Yeah, I feel like south? he's... You should call it Hamilton Beach. The... <laughs> <laughs> Grifting. It's a pun. Yeah, that was a good one there. Well, hey, Ted, want to know what Ted Nugent's backstage rider is? Just want to point out, I I saw our friend Vince Sargento over the weekend. Mm-hmm. He sends his love. Oh, yeah, that's who does the pandemics. Pandemic. Yeah, as it turns out, uh, the pandemic is, I guess it just goes on forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Vin, Vinny saw this one coming. <laughs> yeah, he did. He absolutely did. Uh, Ted Nugent's backsta- uh, tech backstage. I'm, does Ted Nugent even do concerts anymore? Um, yeah, he'll do. He'll do. Uh, I think he was at the state fair or the by the county fair here over the last summer. The Nuge. Okay. All right. I think uh, he works best in conjunction with a another like a tractor pull. <laughs> okay, some more right? Vi- yeah, you know, like yeah. a, um, fuel and fumes in the air. That kind of huh. that kind of rowdiness. I think. Yeah, yeah. Prior to the engagement, purchaser is to explain to local crews that food and drinks are solely for the artist's production staff. Should the purchase don't come in and grab my sandwich meat. Huh. <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't need some grubby local crew guy with 4-H manure on his hands coming <laughs> Should the purchaser wish to provide for local personnel, additional quantities should be arranged for by the purchaser. If meal tickets are to be used, they should be delivered to artist's production manager for distribution at least two hours before said meals. uh, Absolutely. This is what yours is like, right? Yeah, Doc. Oh, yeah, for sure. Note. Absolutely. Where's the funnel cake stand? (laughs) <laughs> Note, absolutely no takeout meals will be deemed acceptable, i.e. McDonald's. Doesn't count. Fish and chips. I guess he still thinks that, that you could get fish and chips somewhere. <laughs> Arthur I Treacher's, make man. Ex- <laughs> I'll make an exception for buffalo <laughs> or venison. Anything locally bow and arrowed. Wiener World. I don't think there is such a thing as Wiener World, but okay. <laughs> Uh, I know in, in out west there's Der Wiener Schnitzel, but uh-huh. Chinese, etc. Uh-huh. Absolutely no plastic paper or styrofoam dinnerware or plastic utensils are to be supplied for these meals. That's been crossed out, so he's Whoa. he's gone un, he's gone brown from green to brown. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I guess awesome. that's not that bad, really. <laughs> I thought it would be. I thought it'd be worse. Uh, note. Um, oh, this is from 2002. Oh, this is is an old one. Uh, Note, the 2002 Ted Nugent tour is very environmentally conscious, even though they crossed out all that stuff about plastic. Mm. Please retain from using any styrofoam or polystyrene cups, plates, or containers at any of your catering or dressing room settings. So I I guess he had to make it more, less contractual and more like uh, voluntary. Okay. Right, because otherwise you, they wouldn't have, get any food. It would just be like a chafing dish of whatever, Fleetwood Mac and cheese or what what have you. Also provide recy- recycling containers for aluminum soft drink cans in the catering area as well as backstage. That doesn't seem that, doesn't seem that uh, outrageous. I love this fucking planet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. I, I thought that was good. I thought it would be more outrageous. Like, you know, a, a deer that he would get to kill or something. <laughs> right. <you know? laughs> and that's kind of disappointing, actually. Yeah, right? it is. I'm going to need a bow and arrow and a, and a, and a, a, six, a six-month-old deer. Okay. And I'm going to need... I'm gonna a locally need. sourced loincloth. <laughs> and an ATV. To go to and from the stage from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that actually seems pretty, uh, you know, pretty. It's only a six-page contract, so I suppose at some point, you, if you're Ted Nugent, you're just happy to get the gig. Yeah. Send him the six-page. Crush off the styrofoam. We, just, yeah. we need I mean, the $1,800. Suggest, <laughs> Sug- <laughs> suggest it. That's enough, right? <laughs> what about that bow and arrow thing in the deer? Is that... Yeah, no, we don't do that. Any- All right. No, no not the kind with the suction cups, the, the pointy kind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the razor sharp ones. Uh-huh. All right. Uh, well, uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I- I've told you guys about my Ted Nugent at the airport experience, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, where yeah. he spat his peanut butter and jelly sandwich into the Hare Krishna book and then slammed it shut and gave Gross. it back to him. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. That was back when there were Hari Krishnas at the airport. I don't even know if you remember that, Brendan. But they used to—they had them. They used to wander. They used to roam freely because it was religion. 
Yeah, I've seen it in airplane. Yeah, and then uh, and then somehow they were uh, at least at O'Hare they were corralled with they had to stay within a, a space, but and then now they're just they're gone. I guess they they've given up. But this was back when they roamed free. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, my first job, my very first job in radio was producing a Hare Krishna hour for the station that I was uh, kind of hanging out at, which was very bizarre because they would show up like Wednesday evenings in their robes and everything and with their tambourines and stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they would be in this uh, in the studio and I would be in the control room and I would just record the whole show and then they'd come in and oversee the editing and stuff. You know, they had incense going and all that and. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, they were they were very nice, and they were always trying to get me Excuse to. Excuse me, you know, can I can I get some more tambourine in the cans? <laughs> Thank you, brother. And I don't mean man cow, brother. I mean really, brother. Uh, but they were always trying to get me to you know come down to the temple and sign up and mm-hmm. check it out. And I was like, man, I don't, I don't don't think it's for me. And you couldn't really tell. They, there were girls with them, and I was you know I was only sixteen or something, so I was interested in. The, you know what was happening with in the girl department, with, but you you really couldn't tell what they. It was hard to tell what was going on with them, you know, and, and you couldn't really tell what they looked like. I they, I forget why. I think they the the dudes all had shaved heads. Did the did the women have shaved heads too? I can't remember. I uh, yeah. Uh, no. No. Uh, well, I don't. I don't know. I, I th- just... There was something that there was something going on that made it hard to 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 determine what was happening. I know in Mad Men. The, the women did not all have uh, shaved heads. Uh, these dudes did, and they all had some kind of a splotch on their forehead. Yeah, that kind of looked like what that dude in Florida left on the back of uh, of the the snowman. Which was a splotch. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, I hear you. But uh, but I, but I don't remember. But I don't. Rem- I, just, I just remember thinking, is this? Would it be worth it to go down to there the temple just to? Get a girl? I mean, what, what, you know, like, probably not. They seem very religious, but then also very loose in a certain way, you know? Right. Yeah, there was... It was confusing to me. There was some crossover, probably, thinking about the Ma- the Manson sex cult. Mm-hmm. Everybody just banging each other and then uh-huh. going for some killing. Exactly. Afterwards. I wanted to be their Dennis Wilson. Mm-hmm. The rock, their connection to the rock world. Yeah. 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 But it didn't, uh, it never, you know, I just uh, ended up just recording their show for a while. And uh, I mean, I think maybe they, I don't, I I don't remember. I just remember it being confusing to me. They might have had headgear, headwear on or something. I I don't remember. But I I found it to be confusing. Very confusing. Gotcha. But I did, I mean, I did good work for them. the, The quality of their show improved. You know, tenfold once I took over. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. but, you know, got to put some nice Ravi Shankar behind there for them. You know, nice music bed. You know, sync up their tambourines. <laughs> kind of stuff. Have I had a tambourine mic in there for them? You know, mm. stuff like that. I think they also had some drums. You know, a nice stereo pan on the drums. Wow, you know, just, you know, just making it the best I could. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but always very confused about the Lady Krishnas. Like, what, uh, you know, what, I mean, if George Harrison's into it, probably something good going on, right? Yeah, there's probably a lot of peaceful vibes, a lot of intertwining souls kind mm-hmm. of stuff, a lot of. Probably, the pro- I figured they could probably teach me a thing or two. 
because it seemed like they'd already had a Trump. Something had already happened. Like they'd all lived. They were young, but they'd already morphed into this. So it occurred to me that something traumatic or something, you know, something had happened. Well, wasn't that the fate of one of the uh, members of Fleetwood Mac who was blown out on acid and one Peter day Green? just stepped off a tour? Kerwin, maybe? Oh, 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 And yeah. kind of just like went cult, just overnight kind of thing. Not to say, and I don't mean to say Harry Krishna is a cult, forgive that, 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 <laughs> that language. But I mean, uh, I think uh, there was so much like, and I'm just a kid back then, but there was so much stuff in the late 60s and early 70s where this, the kind of the acid revolution got people super inward thinking mm-hmm. and uh, God seeking and... Um, and so I don't, I can't, I can't say, oh, Krishna is just some acid, acid casualty. But I mean, I think that was that was in the air back then, right? The search for God, and, yeah, uh, by whatever means, to to get to a state of mind that was able to kind of, I don't know. Yeah, no, for sure. Really and that, I guess I kind of that's what I in, was intuiting, like you know, something. I mean, just to get to that point where you're a Hare Krishna, probably you had to do something kind of crazy. <laughs> Something happened. But and I was, was a, you know, is it good crazy, bad crazy? Is it wrong to take it? Lots of runaways. Advantage? Lots of yeah, runaways. Runaways, back then too, yeah. right? So Maybe people wind up in prostitution. Go to go to Hey Asbury. Yeah, it was very confusing to me. Uh-huh. Every every Wednesday, and they were and they they were all so nice. I felt guilty for even like having these thoughts, but mm-hmm. you know, I was just trying to get, you know, trying to. You know, just trying to be me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just trying to be me. All right. Well, I, as it turns out, I did not, uh, you know, I never never went to the temple. Uh, never, uh, I don't know. Never read the Bhagavad Gita that they gave me. Um, did not, uh, did not. Uh. I always kind of wondered, though. Because it did seem, it was very, it was almost like ASMR kind of, you know, it was very. It could lull you into something. And yeah, and I would be in there and then, you know, watching the needles go, the meter, you know, the meters and nothing. And it's kind of like, you know, I'd kind of get vibed out, zoned out or something. And mm-hmm. then somebody would knock it, you know, the tambourine would knock into the microphone. Right, what, what, what? All right, let's do that again. All right, guys, I really need you to watch those mic placements there. You know, you, maybe if you took the stringers off the tambourines, you wouldn't want to wave them so, so mightily, because it's, it's really fucking stuff up. Really fucking stuff up. The Steve Dahl Show is done right now. Hey, I hope you enjoyed that. If you liked it, there's plenty more where that came from, but you probably won't get another free one for at least a month. So I recommend going to Dahl.com and signing up today. Take care. Thanks.